It's the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's high heel shoes. It's makeup. It's wigs. It's, it's video games. It's movies. It's, it's Dungeons and Dragons and World of Warcraft. It's, it's about me. The podcast is about me. You should know this. You downloaded the Donna Sugar Show. Yes. Oh, God. This voice. I, I sound like the author. Yes. Oh, I need a nap. Well, hello, darlings. This is Donna Sugars. Yes. And welcome to the Donna Sugar Show. Oh, yes. So, darlings, 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 welcome to another week. So, a lot has happened. Um, I'm recording this on the 21st uh, Thursday. Yesterday was a crazy day. Yesterday was the inauguration uh, of President Biden. And I feel like yesterday... Like lead the lead up to yesterday, I had so much anxiety, and then yesterday happens, and I just, <sighs> I took a breath, my shoulders relaxed, my chest heaved, <sighs> and I just felt like I had taken a Xanax. I feel like I had just slipped into a jacuzzi. Oh, I feel like I, I don't know. I, I feel like I was on drugs. Uh, I, and I wasn't. I just, it feels like such a weight off. <sighs> you know, after a long day, okay, women will understand this and I'll find a male equivalent. You know, after a long day of wearing a cincher or a shaper or Spanx and a bra, and then you go home and you get to take off your bra that's what yesterday felt like, <laughs> but on such a larger scale. It is so stupid. <laughs> um, I, is there a male equivalent? I know men like don't like to wear pants, so maybe taking off your pants. I don't. I don't know. Maybe wearing wearing steel toe boots all day and then taking those off. I really don't know. Um, if you're out there and there's a male equivalent, let me know. Um, fucking <laughs> I know. Uh, so. There were a lot, there was a lot that happened yesterday. There were some amazing performances. I haven't even seen them all. There was so much going on yesterday. Um, I tried to, to get into as much as I possibly could. Let's go through just some of the things that were amazing. First of all, Michelle Obama looked fucking fierce. Okay. That burgundy outfit with the matching coat and the hair that was perfect and the gold Bell, oh God, she's a boss ass bitch, bitch, bitch. Every time I see her, that's all I hear in my mind. She's just, oh, everything is a strut and she looked good. And I was obsessed with Amanda, um, where's her name? Uh, Amanda uh, Gorman, who was the 22 year old, uh, youngest inaugural poet. And she was amazing. I was in tears. It was just this amazing. It felt like all the stress and anger and hope and joy. Oh, it was just, it was everything. Even if you don't watch any of the performances, go listen to that poem. It is so good. It is so amazing. <laughs> so I appreciate it a lot. There were some amazing performances. Oh, oh God, I have to take a second. Bernie Sanders. So, Bernie Sanders shows up in a 
<laughs> one of those blue masks, like no special mask, just simple blue mask, simple winter coat, like knit gloves, simple pants. He he sits down, crosses his feet, and just like he's like a grumpy grandpa. He has been memed like crazy since the inauguration. But I honestly, it is he he's literally in his mind going, "We got shit to do. Hurry the fuck up." What's with all this pageantry? We got a country to save. So I appreciate it. And he just, he's like a grandpa. Like, I just, you got to love him. Um, not like the racist grandpas, but like the good grandpas. So, <laughs> you know, he's got butterscotch candies in his pocket. Like, I want one. Uh, so amazing performances. Lady Gaga comes out in this gorgeous red dress with this gigantic Oh, peace, a uh, uh, dove brooch and her gold microphone and her weird German Swedish hair. Oh, and she does this brilliant, almost Broadway esque version of the national anthem. It was so good. And then Jennifer Lopez, not to be shown up, comes out in pure white and silver and diamonds. Oh, just kills it. Oh, there was a country singer. I don't know. I don't know what his name was. I'm terrible when it comes to country music. I haven't listened to country music in a long time. Um, oh, Garth Brooks. It was Garth Brooks. So Garth Brooks does something. I don't know. I didn't listen. Um, I tuned out when I hear country music. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and But the rumor is that as he was walking by, he said, fuck you, Mike Pence. And I'm like, please tell me it's true. Please tell me it's true. And I have not had any proof that it's true, but... Oh, God, if it was true, wouldn't that be amazing? Uh, so <laughs> at that moment, um, I think that there were definitely some other performances. I know that Bruce Springsteen performed. I know that John Legend performed. Um, but the one that is circling around this morning is Katy Perry. And Katy Perry is in this white outfit that is almost religious. There's something like a, like a lady pope. It was something so beautiful in this beautiful blonde hair. Oh, beautiful blonde hair. Oh my God, remind me of talking about my hair. Beautiful blonde hair. And she starts singing fireworks. Slow. She takes it slow. She lets it build. And then she turns, and she's, oh, oh, and realize at this moment, she's at the Lincoln Memorial. And she turns, and suddenly she's, <laughs> it's the mall. Fireworks everywhere, full fireworks display, and they're cutting between her and the president who's up in the White House balcony, and it's cutting to the vice president. Oh, God, it was so beautiful. It was so amazing. It was just where I was like, oh, you're just in tears. Oh, go check it out. It's totally worth it. So yesterday happened, and I may have to go. I will go and watch all the performances, and, and if there's anything more to discuss, I will talk about it. But <laughs> let's talk about my hair. Um, let's talk about my hair, since I since I mentioned Katy Perry's hair. <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked up a lot. Um, so, I've talked about my hair. I've shown videos of my hair. So, I normally uh, will bleach my hair with a high-lift uh, color, and then I put on a toner, which is like a, a high, like a like level 12 ash blonde. Um, but the last time I did my hair, I actually put a tiny bit of... A purple semi um, which helped tone out even more of the brassiness and the copperiness and I got this really beautiful almost white blonde I was so happy I was loving my hair so it came time to dye my hair again so I bought all the same colors I thought <laughs> I thought and I put it all on 
and I rinse out my hair, all of the blonde, all of my roots that I had just bleached blonde and put toner on are now dark purple. Like, not royal purple. Like, dark purple. <laughs> like, the, like, those, like those dark purple grapes. <laughs> like the grape juice that stains the carpet. Um, I cried a little bit. <laughs> the other thing that happened is that the 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 super blonde became white. Like fucking white. Uh so I cried. I looked at the color I bought and I realized I bought the wrong color. So I bought it actually permanent purple. The purple the purple was a permanent and I put too much of it in with the high lift and it um it did its job. <laughs> so I have this interesting hair. I will use a picture of my hair as the cover of a photo for this episode so that you can experience the craziness that I did. Um, it's a lot. I don't hate it, but at the same time, like, I cried. I fucking cried. And I had this moment that I'm just like, and I was already in the anxiety because of, of inauguration coming up and all the craziness, and that happens. And I'm just like, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. And everyone's like, your hair looks great. Stop. Like, stop. But I was like, in my mind, everything is going wrong. I should just shave it all off. Like it was like that moment when it's like, you can be very self-destructive. Like it's in that moment that like Brittany shaved her head. And I, and I was there, I was there in my mind going, go get the clippers, go get the clippers and take care of this right now. Shave your head. Girl, my head should never be shaved. <laughs> no one should ever see me with a shaved head. Oh God, that's awful. Uh, so I'm glad I didn't do it. But it was that moment in that second, everything was wrong. Everything was falling apart and shaving my head would have fixed it. So <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't. What I ended up doing is I ended up going to get food, washing my hair a second time thinking, maybe it's all a dream. Maybe it'll just wash out. <laughs> it didn't. Um, and, and then I sat down, I ate food. I played uh, World of Warcraft with my friends and I just let myself calm. <laughs> now, I, I don't hate it. I, I actually don't mind it at all. Um, I don't, I didn't mind it then either. It just, I had blonde hair. Like it looked good. I had a nice blonde and now I don't. And I want to let my hair grow out. So now do I have to keep going out with the blonde or do now I have to figure out how to color correct this fucking purple? What is this purple going to fade into? Um, I have washed it a couple of times since then. It is getting lighter. So the <laughs> the purple is getting lighter. It's still very purple. And the other is very, very white. <laughs> and then the ends that used to be black are now a kind of really light blonde. So <laughs> there's still a tiny bit of blonde on, but everything else is white or purple. So definitely some crazy hair for a little while. So darlings, let's get right into the two minutes of news and just move on, girls. I think we beat it to death. Okay, <laughs> let's go. You rock! <laughs> two minutes of news! Yes. Trump administration staffers are reportedly getting snubbed while looking for new jobs. Oh, it's so sad. You literally worked for the devil. 
didn't do anything to stop him from being the devil, and now you're sad that no one wants to hire you. Gay porn star Matthew Camp lost his home to a fire this past week after an arsonist was seen on video pouring gasoline on the front porch and setting it ablaze. The home is gone and everything in it, but Matthew Camp has survived and is safe. A GoFundMe has been created to help raise money to help him out. President Biden selects Rachel Levine, a transgender doctor for Assistant Health Secretary to the United States, thus becoming the first transgender Senate-confirmed federal official in the United States. Both National Guard members were removed from the inauguration duty, including two for inappropriate comics or text, after they were investigated and found to be part of a far-right or similar extremist groups. How are there any extremist group members allowed in military? Purge them all! Cops discover an illegal winery operating out of an Alabama town sewage plant, giving new meaning to the term, this wine tastes like shit. Police say Oregon man who stole a car with a child in the backseat came back and lectured the mother about her parenting. Voting Systems on Monday sent a cease and desist letter to my pillow CEO Mike Lindell over his spreading of misinformation related to the 2020 election. Why it should matter is because they're already suing Sidney Powell for $1.3 billion in damages and he will be next. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's departing message to the US is that multiculturalism is not what America is. Fuck you. Netflix gay star Joe Exotic was so sure he was getting a pardon that his team had a limo waiting for him outside the prison. Unfortunately, Trump failed to issue him a pardon. Arrests continued to mount in the US Capitol riot with nearly 100 suspects identified, including Riley Williams of Pennsylvania who took a laptop from Pelosi's office and was planning on selling it to Russian spies. Well, that didn't take long. It's been less than 24 hours since the inauguration of Biden and already the Proud Boys have turned on Trump, calling him a total failure and a coward. President Biden removes Trump's Diet Coke button from the Oval office. I'm sorry, what? And finally, John Ossoff, my current sex fantasy, was sworn in using a Hebrew Bible from a rabbi who was an ally of MLK and had his synagogue bombed by white supremacists. Two minutes of news! Yes! So darlings, let's go through this. There was so much. Okay, first of all, I, try <laughs> I tried going faster and realized that in trying to go faster, I was clipping myself when I was taking a breath. So <laughs> um, I need to slow it down while at the same time not going too slow because someone on Facebook had commented that um, I'm supposed to be going as fast as I can and I'm taking these stories very slowly. So I'm sorry, I'll try harder. So uh, Trump staffers getting snubbed. Sorry, I have no respect for you. I'm sorry, you spent four years lying for that piece of shit. You cannot be trusted in a position. The fact that you are so easily able to put your morals aside for an individual means that you should not be trusted in employment. Sorry. Um, if you go over to uh, Matthew Camp's uh, GoFundMe, um, it's help Matthew Camp after arson attack uh, on the GoFundMe website. He has reached his goal. He was looking for uh, $60,000. He ended up getting $84,000. Um, it's really, really awful. I mean, how? what do you do? When your house burns down and you have nothing, you have what you're wearing, especially when there is a video of a masked individual pouring gas on his house. Now, the house itself has a little bit of history because it was owned by a former member, a high ranking member of the Church of Satan who passed away um, uh, not long ago. Um, and the house was often referred to as the House of of netherworld or the halloween house so hopefully uh police are continuing to investigate but hopefully they find those responsible and bring them to justice uh now if you don't know who matthew camp is he is done a lot of videos with men.com um and if you're looking for specific ones check out matthew theo and curtis um that was part of the tom of tom of finland series that they did um, honoring the artist and it was really really fucking hot so uh, get into it 
I'm jumping right ahead to this story. So carjacker in Beaverton, Oregon, uh, steals a car. There's a kid in the back seat, goes back, gives the kid back to the mom, scolds the mother for leaving a child in the car, threatens to call the police on her before, <laughs> before driving off in the car. He still stole the car, but he still proceeded to lecture her about leaving her kid. I mean, it's so crazy and at the same time brilliant. Like, it's wrong in so many levels, but at the same time, like, I love it. I fucking love it. So I just, I can't, I could not help but talking about it. Um, I want to go right over to sec- uh, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Fuck you, okay? Um, he says that multiculturalism is un-American. Our enemies stoke these divisions because they know they make us weaker. He's a fucking piece of shit, okay? I honestly think that he only said these fucked up things, first of all, because he's a racist piece of shit, and second of all, because his last foreign trip, his last official trip in his capacity, was canceled because no foreign countries wanted to meet with him. They were literally canceling meetings because they're going to wait for Biden's representative to come out. (laughs) Oh, God, that means they know you're a fucking, they fucking hate you, sir. Mike Pompeo, the world hates you. I mean, they practice. Come on. They hate you more than Trump hates you. I mean, if Trump said a week before the. the <laughs> a week ago, I'm going to London tomorrow. I want to meet with you. They would have met with him. They wouldn't have met with you, though. Oh, God, it's brilliant. Okay. <laughs> uh, Joe Exotic. Um, so. He really, he really thought. It was more than just the limo. He had a counselor and a hairstylist waiting for him. Um, There were a lot of really stupid last-minute pardons, 140 um, people who definitely didn't deserve them. So um, I will admit, I never saw a Tiger King. I I don't know the extent of it. Um, I I know that he went to jail for threatening to kill that woman who fed her husband to the tiger <laughs> like um and then she was on dancing with the stars like i i don't know i don't know all these people um the one that looks like she's white trash what's her name carol carol i was about to say karen karen baskins carol baskins <laughs> god i know so little um so, <laughs> uh, so 300 suspects identified so far in the Capitol riot um i will i can appreciate the fact that over 140,000 videos and photographs from the riot were sent to the fbi here's where social media has done amazing things because (laughs) because many many of the videos came from tiktok and and instagram and facebook people who just went out there and investigated tracked these people down and then immediately sent it to the fbi so good for them um i hope they enjoy prison so uh the proud boys i'm not shocked have immediately turned on trump because they're all pieces of shit like there's no loyalty there like, they, they will literally eat their own young. They're fucking monsters. That's how that works. I want to lick every inch of John Ossoff um, after he goes on a long run. Yes. Yes, I said it. And um, just last thing here. I, I, I just wanted to make that a quick statement, an uh, important statement. Uh, but okay, so <laughs> I had a fucking moment here because I didn't know this was a thing. So apparently there was a button on Donald Trump's desk in the White House that any time he pushed that button, someone was to bring him a Diet Coke. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, 
what? <laughs> so, um, yeah, Biden apparently doesn't need a Diet Coke button because he could probably stand up and go get one. And I guarantee he probably doesn't even drink Diet Coke. <laughs> I can't. It's so, I mean, I, what? I mean, that is bougie on a level that you cannot even fucking believe. But like, <laughs> I read that and I was kind of in shock for a second. But then at the same time, I'm going, am I surprised? No, no, I'm really not surprised. So, darlings, let's move on to this. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. Mom, don't listen. I'm talking about dicks. Yeah, dicks. You've been warned. Okay, darlings, very quickly here. I just want to talk about something very quick. Um, I fucking love that bumper. <laughs> um, it's important. If you don't want to hear this, don't listen. Um, but, so, I, I've always talked about my sexuality. I've always been talked about the fact that um, <laughs> I have no interest. I don't have the same sexual desires as other people do. But, for some reason lately, I am horny all the time okay i said it i said it i'm sorry i'm sorry for some of you are like la 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 la, la. i don't want to know this darlings all the time and it's since i came back <laughs> it's a few weeks after i came back here i just now all the time i feel like i'm a teenager again oh my god what is wrong with me oh my god there's this there's this kind of daddy-esque uh, uh, uh latino man that runs by shirtless every day and i'm obsessed with it i wait for him to show up oh my god there's something wrong with me so <laughs> i have no idea why i don't i have a guess i think it's something to do with vitamin d because i'm out here getting a lot of sun and i just spent the last year in a basement in buffalo where there's little to no sun <laughs> so i don't know if that has anything to do with it but for some reason, I'm really worked up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, do, I don't I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I'm just very thankful I brought Papa Bear with me. <laughs> oh dear God, uh, God, I really um yeah I no one ever played this for my mother. Please, <laughs> let's move on. What's this? It's the internet. What's that? It's a big network and open forum that allows the expression of opinions where people have discussion with their different points of view. Okay, darling, I actually haven't done this <laughs> little segment in a while. Uh, so what have I been doing here on the internet? All kinds of things. Uh, currently on Netflix, I am deep into NCIS again. I don't know. I reached this state of anxiety that I needed to watch something I'd already watched before. So I started rewatching NCIS, which I love Gibbs and Nozo. I love Abby Shoot, though. Oh, God, I just love it so much. Uh, so I'm currently five seasons in and I've been watching for like two weeks. So <laughs> tells you I can I can deep dive quick when it comes to YouTube. I'm really going back to some of the things I watched at the beginning of this whole pandemic and I became obsessed with. So I'm, I'm watching a lot of Lizichi, um, Lee Zichi. I had to go look how it's pronounced. Um, it's pronounced, uh, it's spelled L-I-Z-I-Q-I, um, and she is one of the most popular uh, YouTubers on uh, in China, and uh, I love her videos. They're so good, and if you haven't watched them, please go give them a watch, because they're absolutely brilliant. Uh, so <laughs> Shopping-wise, oh my god, we've got to spend a, just a second to talk about my shopping obsessions. I have become obsessed with a website called VogueMe.com, and it sells uh, glasses. And you can get them without any type of lens in them, just a frame, for like 20 bucks. Um, or you can get them with lenses, and then obviously they cost a little bit more because you're getting a lens in them. They're beautiful. They're stylish. They're just the coolest glasses. <laughs> I don't know how cheap they are. I'm actually going to order a couple pairs. And 
of course, I've been checking out. I miss putting on makeup, and I really want to get some makeup, but then at the same time, with me going home in a month and a half to Buffalo, I don't want to have it shipped out here just to have it shipped all back. Um, and then I have to have my roommate kind of go through and put all my makeup in a box, pack up some wigs. Like, I should have done this before, but I didn't. Um, so I've just been kind of looking at makeup sales and going, oh my god, I should. Uh, but I don't know. I've been kind of living this life. I'm in this very queer place that I'm like, kind of masculine and feminine i have this really cute mask that i bought um at our friend's restaurant that has cats on it and it's so adorable i love it so much and in tiktok i've been making tiktoks darling so uh if you uh search donna sugars on tiktok you will find me um i am obsessed with my tiktok it's fun um and it's kind of cool seeing like hundreds of people have watched your video well, I wish you would like my video. <laughs> um, I, I, I guess uh, if everyone who watched it liked it, oh my god! Um, <laughs> I think that's the the ultimate uh, thing. And I, I've been doing them all as myself. I really haven't been in drag. Um, I will start doing them in drag because I, I've kind of enjoyed doing it. It's something fun to do. So um, I, I, I'm not going to become one of the thirst traps on there, but I will certainly do my best. <laughs> so that's really what I've been doing. On the internet. Yes. She's probably playing WoW or something. <laughs> Job's done. Me not that kind of orc. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've also played a shit ton of World of Warcraft. So, let's continue on with the story here and let's talk about um, some of this World of Warcraft base game. So, the base game did not have an overarching story in this first uh, incarnation of the game. It did have some smaller stories, and I want to talk about one of the weirdest ones. <laughs> Let's talk about when a black dragon named Onyxia took over Stormwind City. So, <laughs> after the Third War, the King Varian Wren went missing. Now, what no one knew at the time was that the Defiance Brotherhood, an order of assassins hired by Onyxia, this black dragon, stole him and took him to Alcaz Island, where dark magic was done on him, and he was split into two people. In these two forms, there was a more powerful and dominant variant, and there was a weaker, more malleable and controllable variant. They were going to kill the dominant so that the weaker one can be used as a puppet so that Onyxia could control all of the human kingdom. Well, an unfortunate attack by Naga at the time uh, resulted in the more powerful variant being able to flee uh, and jumping off of a cliff into the water to his freedom, <laughs> and the weaker tricking Onyxia into believing that she had killed the dominant one, thus pleasing her and having her continue on with her plans. And her plans was pretty simple. She would have herself and High Lord Bolvar Fordragon named regents over young King Anduin, Varian's son, and they would be in charge of Stormwind. She would easily be able to control High Lord Bolvar Fordragon using a magical uh, uh, amulet called the Drakefire Amulet. Now, at the same time, she was controlling him and convincing him not to attack the various forces that she was allied with. Now, these forces were the, the Defiance Brotherhood that were slowly taking over Westfall, the area west of uh, the capital city. And Blackrock Orcs were slowly taking over areas to the east in the Red Ridge Mountains. So 
obviously they're being attacked in all sides here, these various forces. These are not huge attacks. This is not a war. These are small little incursions slowly taking over the region. And as much help is being asked for, Bolvar, under control of Onyxia, who is going by Lady Prestor, they send no help. And the kingdom is falling apart, which is exactly what she wants. Now, sometime later, there was a massive ceremony to welcome back the King of Stormwind. Varian King was returned by the Defiance Brotherhood after a massive ransom was paid by a new tax that Onyxia, or Lady Prestor, had put on them. Now, but he wasn't the same. He was arrogant and frivolous, and he didn't care about the kingdom. He only cared about Lady Prestor. And he didn't care even to the extreme that Anduin Lothar, his Anduin Rin, um, was distressed by how much his father had changed. Meanwhile, Anixia learned that she didn't exactly kill the dominant uh, uh, Varian because he had been living as a gladiator named Logosh. And even though she sent assassin after assassin to try and destroy him, all the attempts failed. So eventually, the other variant, Logosh, and his friends arrive in Stormwind, and they intend to stop Lady Prestor and the weaker of the variant Rins. After either convincing the guards who were ordered to kill him on sight that he was the real Varian, they make their way to Stormwind Keep, and they knew that they were going to have to fight. Now, Logosh went in and fully engaged his doppelgamer, claiming that he threatened the stability of the kingdom and nearly cost the alliance Thandal Span. Now, if you remember Thandal Span, that was from the Second War. That's the uh, primary... A roadway between the north of Eastern Kingdoms and the south of Eastern Kingdoms. His doppelganger, the weaker of the variants, had said that that she had been repressing him with spells, but he was gaining control of his actions. He was fighting her spells and he was getting his his control back so that he wasn't under her control. Anduin, seeing that there were two variants, yelled at his two fathers to stop fighting and face the true enemy, the brood mother Onyxia. The great dragon snatched Anduin and teleported him and her to their lair and dared the variants to come after her. The two variants were deeply disturbed at the loss of their son, and they decided they needed to go after Onyxia. They asked any friends who were willing to go with them. Obviously, Jaina Proudmore was willing to go, as well as Brom Bearmantle, a a uh, blood, uh, not a uh, uh, night elf, um, druid who was willing to go and help fight. Now, Lady Jaina gave the two variants two very powerful night elf weapons named Elamain and Shalator. These twin blades that were wielded by very powerful night elves in ancient wars. Very powerful. Very magical. And very capable of killing a dragon. So <laughs> they make their way to Onyxia's lair. They fight through her broodlings and make their way to her. And while there, they see that she has Anduin under her powerful claw. Now she goes to throw Anduin and luckily uh, Brol Bearmantle, uh, the druid, is able to transform into his crow form and rescue him midair, getting Anduin to safety. And thanks to a well-placed tail swipe, 
Jaina was put out of commission by the dragon as well. So all that you had were these two drag, this massive dragon against these two variants. Now she begins to cast the spell that she was going to use back on that island to kill the dominant variant, but neither variant was willing to let the other one sacrifice themselves. And at the moment that the spell was cast and launched at the two variants, they both jumped in front of it, both being hit by the spell at once. The spell was disrupted by having two variants hit at by it at once. And in a moment of silence, one variant emerged. The two halves had fused themselves back together. Desperate to try and incinerate them, she belts them down with fire. Now, here's the interesting thing. The two swords held by the two variants also became fused into the elven sword Chalamane. And Chalamane would become the dominant weapon of King Varian for the rest of his life. Varian quickly attacked Onyxia, reaching her head and impaling her with this newly infused elven sword. With Onyxia dead, Varian reunited with his son and his friends, and after talking about all the rewards that would happen in the future, King Varian decapitates Onyxia and sends the head to be hung on the ramparts of Stormwind. And he orders Brom Bear Mantle to summon great roots from the ground to seal Onyxia's lair and to kill off any of her unhatched offspring. Now, obviously, as a player of World of Warcraft, this is a predominantly alliance quest. However, the actual battle against Onyxia can be done by both Horde and Alliance. So both sides had the opportunity to fight against this great black dragon. Onyxia was the daughter of Deathwing himself, the most powerful black dragon of his flight. And that's where we're going to leave it. <laughs> I know that's not it's not a lot but it's also a lot like I gave you guys a lot <laughs> and I know sometimes it's too much but it doesn't end there because some friends some dark dwarves some evil orcs some fucked up shit um, some stuff is brewing deep within the Black Rock Mountains. You remember the Black Rock Mountains? That's where the final battle of the Second War was fought. Some trouble's brewing, and we'll talk about that trouble next week. So, darlings, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you guys enjoy this. I enjoy it so much, and every time I get a chance to to play the storyteller and to talk to you and to tell you about these games and how much I love them and adore them, it just it brings me joy, and that joy makes me so happy. So um, anything I can do to share my stories with you, I will, because these stories are everything to me. So I hope you all enjoy your week. I hope that our new president has brought a calm to you, and I hope that you all uh, enjoy the sun, because um, I apparently certainly am, I think. <laughs> Good night, guys. Bye. Okay, with the program, me has no one is so rich as to throw away a friend, you know how. Well, thank you so much, Chi Chi. You are exactly right, my friends and darlings. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Donna Sugar Show. 
You can download these episodes anywhere you can find podcasts online. And darlings, I love to hear from you. So give me a call at 716-236-8599. Leave me a voicemail, me at DonnaSugars.com. Or find me online at Twitter and Instagram at DonnaSugars. And on Facebook at the Donna Sugar Show Facebook page. Or check out OnlyFans.com slash Greg McKeon. I have no affiliation with this. He's just an old friend of mine, and he's beautiful, and I think you would enjoy it. It's free. You have to pay for some of the videos, but he has a lot of free content, and it's really hot. I know. I've enjoyed it. So check out OnlyFans.com slash Greg McKeon. Kisses, darlings. Bye. And if you enjoyed this background music, check it out on Audio Library on YouTube. Just search Friendship by Declan DP. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.